The message for this week on Speak, Lord, is about spiritual growth. And we're going to be thinking about spiritual growth through a story of Elijah and a story of Jesus and the Pharisees. I get excited about a lot of the things I read in the Bible, a lot of spiritual conversations. But the theme that thrills me most is our high calling in Christ. I've been obsessed with that ever since I made a personal commitment to Jesus. He has called us to so much more. The most terrifying and repulsive thought to me is settling for mediocrity in anything. Just having something great and just giving up halfway up the hill because it was hard. That's a possibility in any part of life, but it is so applicable in our spiritual life. There is so many better ways to live in Christ. He gives his spirit without limit. There's no point in which he caps off spiritual growth and blessings and intimacy with him. There is so much more to experience in a relationship with God. And what I see, and it makes me sad, is that myself and so many Christians have set a standard for mediocrity. We're just lukewarm, and that's the norm. The episodes this week that we're replaying on Speak, Lord, are all about spiritual growth. They challenge us to go deeper. The first one is called Days of Elijah. It reminds us that this higher calling is available to us today. You're listening to Speak, Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. I do this podcast because I love to hear God speak through the words of the Bible, and I want to share that with you. The prophet Elijah was a spiritual superhero, and I'm convinced that our lives should be a lot more like his. Think about some of the incredible things he did. He was the prophet who was on Mount Carmel and had that fire showdown with the prophets of Baal. One guy against 450, and he was so confident in his God that he staked his life on it. And he said, the God who answers by fire, he is God. Then when it was his turn, he made a statement by pouring water on the altar and God answered by fire. After the showdown, he defeated the prophets of Baal. Elijah was the one fed by ravens. He was bold enough to confront an evil king. He outran chariots. He pronounced a drought on the land and it didn't rain for three and a half years. Then after the three and a half years when he prayed, it rained. He traveled 40 days and 40 nights on a single meal. He raised the widow's son back to life. He divided the waters of the Jordan. Multiple times he called fire down from heaven and consumed people. He was taken to heaven in a fiery chariot without seeing death. He was one of those who joined Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. This man was so connected with God and full of the Holy Spirit. You know what that reminds me of? Us. It reminds me of the spiritual life we are called to live. Connected and full. There's a thought that I've had before that I've used to excuse my own lack of spirituality. And maybe you've had it too. It goes like this. Well, Elijah lived in Bible times. It was normal for people to be connected to God and filled with the Holy Spirit and doing amazing things back then. But it's not that way anymore. You ever thought like that? It's simply not true. Let me remind you what it was like in the days of Elijah. 
the spiritual environment he was in. Elijah lived at a time when there was a series of evil kings. Remember, there was no king, and then they asked for a king, and they got Saul, then David, then Solomon. Then the kingdom was split, and it just went downhill in morality from there. Occasionally, there was a good king, but the trend is that when the Bible describes each king, it says they did evil in the eyes of the Lord. But then it gets worse. King after king is described as doing evil in the eyes of the Lord. But then Omri comes along. And he doesn't just do evil in the eyes of the Lord. It says he did more evil than all who were before him. Then Omri's son Ahab reigned after him. And it says that Ahab, son of Omri, did evil in the sight of the Lord more than all who were before him. And it also adds that Ahab did more to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger than all the kings of Israel who were before him. This is a downward trend. Elijah shows up during the reign of Ahab, and each king is breaking the record of wickedness that his father set. So this is the spiritual culture that Elijah is born into, one where the leaders are more wicked than they've ever been. So when we see someone like Elijah who's spiritually connected and filled with the Holy Spirit, and we realize the wicked spiritual culture he was surrounded by, it takes away our excuses. In fact, we find we have a lot in common with Elijah. Our world is wicked and increasing in wickedness. In fact, the Bible said it would be that way. Jesus told us before the second coming that the love of many would grow cold and wickedness would increase. And when everything is getting worse, God's Spirit is not weakened. Isn't that awesome news? When the world around us is spiritually dark, we don't have to be spiritually compromised because we don't get our spirituality from the world. It's actually God-given. It is a Holy Spirit living in us. And God is not less good when the world is more wicked. The way God set apart Elijah in his day He's calling us to be set apart in our day. Scripture gives this concept of a remnant people, people who remain faithful to God. And it's not a spiritual elite. It's just people who stay with Jesus. It's people who have his spirit and follow him and actually believe that they can be set apart from the wickedness around them. Our environment is sick. But we don't have to be compromised. These are the days of Jeroboam and Omri and Ahab. There is wickedness all around us. But these are also the days of Elijah, of people who are set apart from the wickedness around them and filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Don't believe the lie that we have to be less because of the spiritual temperature of the people around us. The spirit that is living in every believer is the same spirit that lived in Elijah. If we let that spirit live through us, it'll be as striking and as good as it was in Elijah's day. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant 
is listening. The second spiritual growth reminder comes from Rue. She takes us to a conversation with Jesus and the Pharisees and reminds us of the absolute most important thing. Here's that message. Speak, Lord, for kids! Matthew 22, verses 34 through 40. The Pharisees learned that Jesus had made the Sadducees look so foolish that they stopped trying to argue with him. So the Pharisees had a meeting. Then one of them, an expert in the law of Moses, asked Jesus a question to test him. He said, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the most important? Jesus answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and most important commandment, and the second commandment is like the first. Love your neighbor the same as you love yourself. All of the law and the writing of the prophets take their meaning from these two commandments. The Bible talks a lot of Sadducees and Pharisees. I even know a son about them. I just want to be a sheep. And it says, I don't want to be a Sadducee. I just want to be a sheep. Pharisees and Sadducees are types of Jews. They just believe a little different than each other. And they argued a lot, but they were leaders in the church. So they talked a lot to Jesus. And this time, someone asked Jesus what the most important thing is. What do you think the most important thing is? Jesus said, loving God is the most important thing. And the second most important thing is loving other people. There's nothing more important than those things. So if we want to spend our life doing the most important thing, we should be loving God, and we should love others too. Speak Lord is a resource of the Palmer Seventh-day Adventist Church. Find us online at palmerak.adventistchurch.org and at pastorbyandrogers.com. Let's grow with Jesus. Hey, no matter where you are spiritually, maybe you've come off a great spiritual high in your walk with the Lord, or maybe you're wandering away from Him, the message is true for all of us. God is calling us deeper. He has spiritual growth mapped out for us. He's inviting us on an awesome journey with Him. I don't know what your next step is in growing with Jesus, but He does, and He's inviting you to take that next step in Him right now. There is an unlimited experience with a holy God available to us. Let's grow. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening.